0: Hello friends. This is your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick, and we have a really fun episode for you today. Um, I am interviewing Dr. Lacey Neville. Um, and she is okay. I don't mean to, I don't know if the word is misogynistic, but like she's a, she's so freaking adorable. I just want to like be friends with her and grab coffee every week. Um, So we know each other. We actually like I don't know everybody who I interview, but Lacey and I have known each other for a couple of years. We've run in the same circles um, at the same events, things like that. And I officially am like stalker level, I think, of her Instagram. (laughs) Um, But no, you know, I get a lot of questions on the show about. Uh, what people should do in the beginning when they're not making as much money as they want in their business. Um, or like, maybe they are making money with their business, but they want to see how they can add other modalities and things in. Um, and Lacey is, um, she's really integrated into like the birth fit world and the young living world and she's just got a fun a fun way of looking at life and I thought you know what let's have her on and let's talk about the side hustle. So, Dr. Lacey Neville is a chiropractor, entrepreneur, birth worker, and BirthFit staff member. Uh, She was born and raised in Oklahoma and she planted roots in Tulsa, Oklahoma and runs a high volume all-cash family wellness practice called Free Spirit Chiropractic with her husband, Dr. Colton Neville. Um, Along with running a growing practice, she teaches professionals within BirthFit coaches, students, and startup chiropractors, and runs a side hustle with Young Living. And then she puts, hashtag mailbox money. Mm -hmm. I like it. That's what we like. Uh, You can find her traveling the world, testing out local coffee shops, sipping jalapeno margaritas with mezcal dancing and singing to the hottest TikTok songs and cheering on her alma mater, the University of Oklahoma during football season. She's out to change the way people live in the world for the better and cheering everyone on in whatever goals or dreams that they have been told they can't achieve. And she's here today to talk to us. And we got to talk about a lot of things. We talk a little bit about oils. We talk about marketing, we talk about kind of like the straight versus mixers thing. Um, you know, we're kind of all over the place. uh, But it's a really great conversation. And I think you're going to like it. So before we do that, I am going to call out a listener who took the time to go write a review in um, Apple podcast for me. So this is pony girl 94. And it's called the realest thing you'll listen to all day says, Dr. Lauren is seriously the best thing to come to podcasts for me personally while I'm in chiropractic school. I'm over halfway through and I'm thinking about my future practice. Dr. L's raw stories, views, and opinions truly inspire me Plus, you're guaranteed to laugh out loud. I'm truly excited to listen to this series unfold. Thank you to Dr. Lauren Firstly for being you and creating the space for women of chiropractic. And secondly, to Dr. Denisa Weber for the recommendation. Dr. Denise is my girl. Um, That was me, not Pony Girl writing that. So thank you so much for uh, writing that review and taking that time. Uh, I say it every week, but like you guys, every time I get those reviews on Apple Podcasts, it really, really fills my heart and it helps bring the podcast, um, to other people. So thank you very much for taking the time to do that. So one last thing before we jump in, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. Dear God, thank you so much for the beauty in conversations like these, um, thank you for Enneagram sevens. Uh, Dr. Colton and Dr. Lacey, uh, who we talk about today, they share that they're both sevens. And man, we just need more sevens in the world to bring joy and creativity and spark and not get too drudged down in, in the details. And, um, The sadness that we could focus on. So, thank you for conversations like this that bring brevity and joy and inspiration and creativity. Uh, Help all of us, even not the sevens or the threes, um, to be inspired by this and see how they can continue to have an open mind about what being a chiropractor means and to feel like they can boldly make decisions for their business without judgment from other chiropractors as to whether that they're being straight chiropractic enough and to allow any ego you know I share in this episode how my ego has gotten in the way of incorporating other things and allow all of that to just continue to dissipate um, so we can show up for our patients homes open to serve them and whatever that looks like. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, so here's a fun conversation between Dr. Lacey Neville and I. Hope you enjoy. Oh, welcome to the show, Lacey. Now your, uh, your Zoom thing says Lacey Wilson. I know. <laughs> almost threw me. I was like, Lace, Dr. Lacey you know? ne- Will, it's Neville. It's Neville. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, know, I'll I changed you. that Zoom name. <laughs> I know, I always,
1: everything is still in my previous name.
0: Uh, did you change your name? like, because you just got married a last year? year.
1: Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, I changed
0: it. Okay. you know how it is. It's like slowly like getting everything. you log into something and you're like, oh, that's still my yeah, my old name. Yeah, yeah, Well, welcome to the show. I've been meaning to have you on for a while, just kind of waiting for the right the right topic. Yes. So I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here um okay so today we're gonna kind of skirt around a couple I don't have a specific question because a lot of times so you know I'm sure you've listened to the show like a lot of times we have a specific question from someone Mm -hmm. and this question I've gotten in a couple different forms um you know people just wondering about like the idea of like getting additional money Mm -hmm. while they're starting up. And I have all sorts of opinions on that. And then like, also I get a different kind of question of like people being, feeling bad that they're talking about anything besides chiropractic and clinic. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of been stalking you on Instagram for the last, like, well, I mean, I've been stalking you for longer than this, but I've really noticed in the last like six months, you've started getting loud and proud about, um your oil side gig yeah and so I was like yeah let's let's have you on to talk about that yeah so before we jump into that though um you got to do the cliche question of like please tell us kind of your background and you know tell us about your husband and your practice and how you got it started and take the floor
1: yeah, so I am Dr. Lacey Neville, as of a year ago, was Wilson. Some people, it's funny, when I go speak at places, they're still calling me Dr. Wilson, and I'm like, it's whatever. But um, yeah, so I practice in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Free Spirit Chiropractic. I practice with my husband, Colton Neville. We've been together. It's funny because people, when we were first opening, we weren't married. We weren't even engaged at that time. We had been together for seven years. We met when we Wait a were- minute.
0: He didn't propose before you, like, opened up? No. What a
1: dick! No. It's so funny. Like, because, it just strategically
0: makes more sense of, like, honey, wouldn't it be nice? We could be like, yes, we're, we're married or engaged. It's funny because, like,
1: at our grand opening, there was, you know, all these people. We had, like, 150 people there. And this couple came up and they were like, are you brother and sister? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Colton was like, oh, okay. Fuck.
0: I'm going <laughs> to put a ring on this.
1: Yeah. But it is funny, too, because, so... The whole backstory, I'll get into that here in a second about the office and like the craziness that we went through, but we obviously were zoning a house. It wasn't going as planned. We were supposed to be open by November of 2018 or 2017. We didn't open until May of 2018. Colton had graduated April of 2018. So literally he was driving back and forth to Tulsa from pretty much when we bought the house in August of 2017 to the time we opened. Literally at 3am, he was leaving Tulsa to go back to his internship in Dallas. So it was because he was like, I have to do this build out because we did most everything, you know, ourselves at first. Um, but it's funny, like when we were going through everything and zoning it, he, we had the grand opening date set, all this stuff. Well, he kept like bugging me one day to come to the office and take photos. And I was like, I have to get my nails done. You know, like you're in that hustle grind. Like especially for me, I'm like a control freak, so I was trying to get everything ready for the grand opening. And later found out he didn't propose until July, so two or three months after we opened. But he was going to propose the day of our grand opening.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> and and you had ruined it, and I ruined it. <laughs> That's fantastic. I always I told Kirby we dated like. I don't know the standard amount of time. I think like he proposed after two years or something. And, um, I told him, like, as we were, because I also have control issues, so, like, mm-hmm. kind of, we had ring shopped, and, and I said, like, okay, just to be clear, I don't want to feel like an asshole on the day I get proposed to, and I easily go asshole. Like, yeah. I easily just go there if, like, so don't, I said, please don't try and do the, like, thing where you get me all, like, in a tizzy. Oh, Yeah, and, like, surprise, I'm actually mm-hmm. doing something really nice, so <laughs> luckily I didn't have that, but, like, I would have easily blown it.
1: Yeah, no, that's totally Colton too. He knew I was either going to find out somehow or I would be blow it. So he proposed on Fourth of July weekend at my parents' house. And I was so drunk the whole day because we were like having, we always have a huge party. And I actually have a video, one of my aunts posted it on Facebook. And it's so funny because my practice members have seen that. And they're like, that was the best thing ever. But I'm like dancing, being a fool. And my corgi is behind us, like barking. The fireworks are going off. It's not even sunset because Colton wanted fireworks to propose and so I turned around and he was on one knee and I said are you fucking kidding me and it's like okay you know real classic, romantic. that's like perfect perfect and you know that sense of like it was a total surprise and that's totally like us good but anyway time. yeah it was it was a good time but anyway yeah so we got married last year we've been open we just celebrated our two-year Colton and I actually met before chiropractic school. It's kind of crazy. We met in undergrad. He played football three hours away. I was at OU at the time. We met at a concert at Kane's Ballroom, which is a like big place here in Tulsa. And it was funny. Everybody always asks, "Oh, what concert?" And it was. I'm so embarrassed. It was like
0: a rave. Like oh yeah, up, like, dubstep. So, Mm -hmm. never again, but just change your answer like uh, Shania Twain. I I don't know if that would be any better.
1: You know, like, and people are like, oh, what DJ? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And if you ever heard like who it was, you'd be like, why were you even there? I question why I was even there all the time. But yeah, so we, he was being, what was he going to school for at the time? I think dietetics or something. And so we just started talking about it. We both like were not looking for a relationship, anything like that. And it was really cool because it just kind of flourished, right? And it was like, mm, we both were kind of pushing it away. But he was like, I'm thinking about going to chiropractic school. And I was already about to graduate. And so, yeah, we went to Parker together. We opened up this practice. And we always knew we wanted to open up a practice. You know, it's interesting, especially like practicing with your spouse. Everybody in school was like, don't do it. Like if I can give you any word of advice, don't do it. Yeah. They were like, you always start out this really dumbest crazy.
0: advice ever. I, 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 I purposely yeah. don't hire associates who are married to a chiropractor who works at a different clinic. Cause I'm like, well, hello, the writing's on the wall. They're going to be like, we should just do this. 100%, together.
1: Yeah. And so Colt and I were like, people are like set a goal, like five year goal, three year goal, 10 year goal, whatever. And Colton and were like, no, we're not going to set a goal. Like we'll just, you know, expand our practice or whatever. And so it's worked out really good. People always ask us like, how do you guys work together? And you just leave your shit at the door. It's that easy. It's like, okay, you know, we may be getting into a full blown argument and then we go in and it's like, all right, game phase on, let's well, do this. You get
0: into flow mode, yeah. right? I mean, it's the same thing that like, you can get a shitty email saying that your kid's failing math or something. And yeah. then you go with just patience because it's like, I, you're there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it probably helps like a couple hours later, you're just like, do you ever remember what we were fighting about? And we're like, oh, yeah, I remember what we're fighting about.
1: Me, I'm like, I hold on to that. (laughs) No, but yeah, so we own a practice. I'm also a BirthFit leader. BirthFit is a company that helps pregnancy and postpartum parents really just like prepare for labor and delivery, but also into that fourth trimester. And just like preparing for you know the unknown right that's what mm-hmm. postpartum is and then you know postpartum lasts forever so I actually started birth fit when I was in chiropractic school I found it and at first I thought oh it's cool it's like a fitness thing for pregnancy and postpartum when in reality it's like that's only very small of it and two years ago I transitioned on the staff of birth fit and so now I go and teach professionals so like midwives OBs, all of those chiropractors bts all the things. And um, we do seminars and it's really cool. So that's been awesome for our practice as well. And Colton actually did that as well through school. He did like the birth fit stuff with me. And that's like the number one thing is I feel like if I could give a word of advice too, if you're opening up with like a friend or a spouse, it's like you guys have to be on that same page 100% or else it's not going to work. Yeah, like people
0: always were like, did he ever want to do sports? And you do like moms
1: and babies, and it was like, no. You get
0: that question? I get it yeah. a lot. Of yeah. like, we have our completely different audiences, and I'm like, it's okay. This can yeah. work. Yeah. It's not ideal, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but gotta, like, be
0: upfront about that.
1: Be like, okay that's separate then, and like, be upfront with your people too.
0: Yeah. Um, so, do you have to do CrossFit to be a birth fit person? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that blows my mind. I always just thought, like, it's CrossFit for pregnant women. Yeah,
1: yeah. It always, because of the fit with it. And it really, like, yes, in the beginning, she started it out as a blog. And it was, like, for, she trained CrossFitters. She was in the CrossFit world with her uh, husband at the time. And so, yes, it got, like, a name for that. But now there's, like, yogis in it. I mean, really, it's more, I love it because it's, like, there's the coach side of things. And the coaching can be any type of coaching. And then there's the professional side of things. And so to be a birth fit professional, you don't have to do anything with the coaching side and then vice versa.
0: Got it. Well, geez. Yeah. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So then I barely gave you any warning that I was going to ask this question, but I decided on my last interview, I think when it was with Jen Epstein, that I was going to just ask people every time officially, like, if you know your Enneagram, because it's just like, I see all these things and I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. You guys open together. So you know yours, right?
1: Yeah, I'm a seven. Okay. And Colton is a seven.
0: Okay, so two sevens. So first of all, for people listening, a seven is constantly referred to as the party. Mm -hmm. um they are the person who is they're the person who's always up for the last minute road trip and like inner interrupt me if you're like "Mm, actually um they're usually the one who don't want the night to end or like one more round of shots um and they're not just drinkers yeah (laughs) i identify as a seven in that aspect um but just very experience and adventure oriented like very much up for things Now the downside of a seven is often that you're so distracted with the next thing that it's hard to complete projects. 100%. So how do you, can you talk a little bit about like you and Colton being the same type? So Kirby and I were, I'm a three, he's a nine. Mm -hmm. So like we balance, um, how does two sevens work? And like because it's, I just picture you being like I had an idea what if we did this and he's like yes forget yeah, everything this yeah. is my new focus in life
1: yes it's funny that you and Kirby are a three and a nine right you said because yeah. he's very close to a nine and I'm very close to a three yeah so it's okay. like I'm the one who yes we're both like let's start the project but then he may drift off into wonderland and I'm over here like okay I'm the achiever, so I've got to definitely get shit done And so I'm always like, okay, I'm going to finish it, you know, type thing. So it is, it's really hard to have that balance, but it's also like very interesting how that dynamic can work because there's like things that like, I won't be as motivated about to do, but he's like full gung ho about it. And it's like, all right, he can get me that seven in him to get me motivated to be on track with that as well.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I guess with, um, with that, it means he can keep up with you. Mm-hmm. Thing yeah. of like, yep. you know, it's not like no. There's too much already. It's like yes, we should get a backyard tank pool. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you that took a lot of convincing. So if people don't know, I have a stock tank pool. It's funny because I put like a little pull up. I was like, should I put one of these in my backyard or is it too hillbilly? I had like five people put it was hillbilly, and literally like 180 people say like do it. And do so Cole was not about it, and me and my best friend. So we also have a hot tub. My best friend is like single, very loud. Colton has like a love-hate relationship with her. But we were like drinking. I hope she 100%. knows that because she does now. Oh, 100%. She knows. She's like, they fight literally like brother and sister all the time. It's so funny. But she was like, we got to get one. Think of all the backyard parties we can have. And Colton's like, I'm a total host. I will have a party for anything. That's where Colton's nine drifts in. Of like, I'm cool with a few people, but not a huge gathering. And I'm yeah. like, mm, we're, we're just going to do this. And I put the Facebook event up. But it took some convincing, but he's loving it now. So it's okay. been
0: fun. That's yeah. good. Okay. So I've never really asked you philosophically mm-hmm. where you and Colton stand um, because I don't feel like I've had to, but maybe yeah. I'm surprised. So like, ah, uh, in the whole like straight and mixer thing, you two seem very straight. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. you're very founded in your chiropractic philosophy. Totally. Yep. They're um. Different. And did that start in chiropractic school that you both Mm -hmm. started developing that? You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um, yes. In school, we were very like straight, so to speak, chiropractors going to Parker. Parker's kind of gets the bad rep of, you know, they have a lot of like mixers and all of that. And I've never been one to be like, oh, I'm a straight and you're a mixer. Right. It's whatever. But we both were very like philosophical, green books, went to all the seminars. I mean, it was funny when we were doing our taxes after our like, you know, ending chiropractic school. And mom was like, do you want to know how much money you guys have spent over the course of four years on seminars? She's like, it is literally ungodly, like the amount of travel and everything. But that's always what we were doing. Again, the seven of travel and then yep. also, like earning, you know, wanting to do more. So we, I mean, definitely through and through. And when we opened our practice, it was a big debate. And I know we'll talk about here in a second, my side hustle, but he, we both wanted to do just chiropractic, but we also knew through BirthFit too, like learning about there's other things that can complement just chiropractic. And so we started implementing things like that. And it was really a debate between us two, because Colton was so like green book heavy and I was to a certain extent, but he was so like live by it, breathe it, talk about it, everything. And I was more, you know, in that birth fit realm with learning, okay, like hundred percent that's first, but there's other things that we can be doing to help, you know, with the adjustment. And so whenever we started implementing other things, it was a debate. He was like, I don't want to bring that into the office because I don't want people to think like that over chiropractic. And it was like, it's my not number
0: one concern specifically. Well, no, I guess I shouldn't say specifically with oils because, um, there, you know, there's all sorts of different things. Totally. That's my thing. And it's, I, this is 100% my ego. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I admit that that this is my ego that yeah. I can just fast forward and somebody being like, yeah, that lavender oil really helped with mm-hmm. the baby's colic. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Tying my yeah. fingers over here. Like, I think it was a lavender oil. I huh? used it oh, yeah. once. Oh, third adjustment. Yeah. And all of a sudden your baby's. OK, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, does that come up? Does it? it-
1: you know, it's interesting because we thought that. And when we started implementing oils in the practice, honestly, in the beginning, it was just to diffuse Colton and I had started using oils in chiropractic school. I didn't sell it or anything like that. We were just obsessed with candles and you know, like everybody is. And so I was like, you know, learning about them, learning about, you know, the chemical stressors in school and the three T's and all of that. And I was like, let's do better right in our personal lives. And then we always knew like when we wanted to open the practice, let's start diffusing them because we Mm -hmm. want our whole like office. If everybody follows us, it is totally about the experience Mm. i think that's like what sets free spirit apart from a lot of other offices is it's i'm always like let's create this total experience where three days from now whenever you're at home you're no like you're knowing something you have a smell you have a sense something comes up that reminds you of us so Mm. it always keeps you wanting more and so we started diffusing and then we started saying okay let's play around with it and apply topically that's where colton and i got into debates because he was like i don't want to even put oils on display but honestly, like it was so amazing to see the results and there was no denying it. We, when we first opened, we did a lot of perfect storms and saw a lot of ADHD kids, ADD kids, and like just having them able to calm down before the adjustment. Cause you know how that is sometimes those Mm -hmm. high kids are really hard to get on the table. It was, took nothing to put, you know, gentle babies or lavender or something on them where just like five seconds and they calm and then they get on the table. And it's like, so that was kind of the intro to Colton love, like, okay, these are, these can be useful, but we don't really ever get, I mean, it's all about how you communicate it too. I always say like, you know, I ask people, do they do oils? What supplements they take? All of that when they first come in and my girls are constantly talking about it, but it's never oils over the adjustment or the adjustment over oils. It's always a conversation of this is just going to help everything really be that much better together.
0: Yep. That makes, that makes total sense. Um, and then, so you said like, what kind of is your conversation around when you incorporated it in? what is your like mm-hmm. verbiage around, like I'm doing this now and this should help or, you know, mm-hmm. like,
1: yeah, no. So we just were diffusing it at first and we had them on display, like probably 10 or 15 oils that yeah. I knew I used and people, the number one thing that people would say when they came in was, wow, it smells so smells good. Definitely. I Literally yeah. smell it from the parking lot. And so that like, even for like a new practice member coming in, they walk in and they're like at ease already. Cause they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this, this smells good. It feels like an experience, even though it's chaotic sometimes, it feels like that like calming experience. And then honestly, we don't really, I mean, in my day one, I ask and like, do you do oils, all that stuff? Because we do the insight scans. And this is something Colton and I started to notice last year where the people that were super oily that came in, you know, cause we do have a lot of people in the practice that are like, High up in young living, they do that as their primary business. Number one, their scans were almost always better than people that didn't, which was yeah. really You're stress. like,
0: how am I supposed yeah. to communicate yeah. your stress? Yeah. No, it was, it's
1: cool though, because it's like, okay, you already get that chemical stress aspect to it. Yep. But then it's like running, we run 100% cash practice, we don't do super bills, nothing like that with insurance. Having that conversation about finances, especially in the beginning, to those people that already get that health is not necessarily covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. They're already like, I'll pay whatever, you know? And so it took away that like, especially in that startup phase, it's kind of intimidating. Like you're broke. You're like, I'm just trying to like make some money, you know, like do trying to do it all. And I don't know. It just like took away that like awkwardness, which was really awesome and really helped our practice like grow. And it's interesting. It's like, it's free marketing too, because people will post pictures of the diffuser or the oils, especially if they are oily and they're like, Oh my gosh, my chiropractor uses oils. It's a total experience. It's all about like whole body wellness. And then they talk about like, they do more than just the adjustment, which it's funny because it's like, we Does don't. that drive Colton crazy? No. Cause he's like, okay. it gets people in, you yep. know? And it's like people come in and they just get adjusted. And a lot of chiropractors in Tulsa are a certain coaching group that they cattle people in and out, in and out, in and out. And that's what people would come in. It's like, I don't feel like just a number, even though our adjustment may be anywhere from like two to five minutes, you know, it's like super quick in and out. They feel like it's a complete different experience because of the
0: smells. Because their time clock starts from the moment they come in the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That, that makes a ton of sense. Um, and (laughs) we, I think where we're at now is so we started, yeah, I'm with you. Like from day one, it was like, I want to try and get all five senses Mm -hmm. in the chiropractic experiences. Um, We have not found a good way because of the amount of kids that we've seen to address the like taste. part. You know, when you see them like a hundred people a week and you're like, sure, we'll provide granola bars and bananas for everyone after school. And then like my budget's like... I'm like, okay, I can no longer. You're hitting that four or five hundred. You're like, shit,
1: those bananas and oranges are going in like two hours.
0: <laughs> no more, no yeah. more taste experience. Just up the smell. Um, so we've diffused from day one, and then um, then we started using them topically, but not talking about them. Yeah. Um, mostly because I don't really know a ton. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, this one says headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a headache. So I'm gonna put this on before your neck adjustment. Yeah, Um, and then sometimes I'll be like, "Mm, "That smells good. What's in that?" And I'm like, "Uh, "It's a blend. Um, It's got uh, peppermint, I think." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I can smell that." Um, And that's kind of where we're at. And it's funny because we're building right now a beautiful clinic that will be done in the fall. And I'm like, I just picture like plants and oils and like all this stuff. So I'm trying to get a little more hippie. In yeah. That.
1: Yeah, totally. It's funny too because people will call like three or four hours after their adjustment and be like, can you ask Dr. Lacey or Dr. Colton what they put on me? And I'm like, I have no clue. It's not like I chart that, you know, in their notes. And I'm like, um uh, it's probably and I think like one of my three oils that I may like gravitate towards. But it's funny too. And it's like I was talking to some chiropractors that are now in my like business group of young living. They were talking about how it's even like a walking billboard. Once those people leave, because people at the store or at home are saying, Oh my gosh, you smell so good. Yeah. And then they're like, what, like, what is that? And they're like, Oh, my chiropractor put on me, they use oils. And so then they're like, who's your chiropractor. And then it like goes into that conversation of,
0: you know, bringing in new people. Okay. So you're telling me that people are not annoying about Mm -hmm. it being the oils that are helping them versus chiropractic because I'm going to trust you because I'm going to start getting a little more oily because I want to not because of I mean I agree with everything you're saying like it's fantastic um but like I'm just kind of in that stage where I'm like "Hmm, I kind of want to start and it's all about
1: communication like you know it's how you communicate it you can't just say like oh they have a tummy ache here's some tummy jives like rub it on their belly it's like this is going to help that adjustment so much more And just like really help calm so that their body can integrate that adjustment. Mm -hmm. Usually they're like, Oh yes. Like, I love that. You know, it's like sleep and different things like that. And so it's really cool too, because people will be like, Oh, you know, like for a lot of muscular stuff, I use something called deep relief. And so I'll put it on their neck and they're like, Oh my gosh, this feels so good. Like I just felt so much better after my adjustment and just that smell and that tingly feeling, it just like catapulted the whole day, you know? And so it's like, it's really cool how they combine the two, but it's never Mm -hmm. one or the other.
0: Yeah. Um, so, how important do you think it is? Like, so I uh, now understand like how you kind of got into oils specifically. Mm-hmm. How important do you think it is to someone who's like, okay, I don't really know that I'm into oils, mm-hmm. um, but I would like to do something. Something. How important mm-hmm. do you think it is that it is like meshes with your day job? One hundred percent. I kind of do too. I, like, yeah. I'm picturing like the thing that comes to mind, and I'm not trying to bash on anyone because I have both of these things in my closet, but like Rodan and fields or Louis totally. where it's like,
1: yeah. I can't really. really mesh. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's just the same thing of like, you can talk about that to a certain extent, but it's like, you can't bring Rodan and fields into your practice or you can't bring, you know, like, you know, they have these active wear stuff and all of this stuff. You can't bring all of, that. I mean, you can wear it, but it's like, it's not aligned with chiropractic. And the whole body, you know, I mean, it is, but it's not. And so that's why I think like oils are so easy to implement, or, you know, if it's even like a supplement company or whatever, it's like, um, my big thing, though, with it, if you're going to implement something, you have to be 100% in and using it in your personal life. And that was like, where Colton and I were like, listen, we're using this all day long in our personal life, everything that we use in our house, in our office, everything, they, you know, go hand in hand. And it's like, Plus it's marketing in a good way. You know, it's not just like "Mm, buy my oil or buy my supplement or whatever. It's just like, I'm using, I'm talking about it. And then people start asking about it.
0: Yeah. See, I like what you said there because, um, It reminds me, Kate Jones, way back, and I have no idea what episode, talk about something um, like self-care stacking. And, you know, it was like taking one thing that fills multiple buckets. Um, So in this scenario, you know, first of all, you chose something that had a very small hurdle, Mm -hmm. you know, like... Um, It was almost like you chose all these things. It helped, And then also it was some extra dollars. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of people who are like, I kind of want to like add something. Mm -hmm. They're doing it from a place of like, okay, what's going to bring more dollars in? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, okay, CBD. Yeah. I'm really sorry for any chiropractor Mm -hmm. listening who has like officially changed their logo to include chiropractic and CBD. I can't. <laughs> um. So, because there's some out there that are like, yes, yeah, just scrape off general wellness because there's no room on the front window and oh, put yeah. CBD. Um, oh, yeah, and or coconut oil, as coconut oil a couple yeah. years ago was like airy. Um, so, you know, like it's not something that you have to spend all this time figuring out because mm-hmm. you're using it constantly, um, and it just jives really well and markets your clinic. Absolutely. So you're not out there going like, here's this thing. It doesn't really take time away from your marketing. Would you agree with that? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And that's like a thing too. It's like people will see that we use oils and that brings them in. They may not know anything about chiropractic or they may not, or they may have had a really bad experience, but especially if they're oily and they see that you have oils in the practice, that's the number one thing where people are like, oh, they get help because they're already you know preaching health and wellness usually a lot of like the oily communities are so congruent with how we are and how we preach like in chiropractic but they just don't know about true chiropractic mm-hmm. they don't know about the nervous system they just know a lot of people associate you know chiropractic with back pain or neck pain or whatever it is and you know in our coaching group we were talking to some people and i was like honestly i would say over 50% of people that come in for a new patient literally say I've either never been to a chiropractor or I've had a really bad experience. I really don't have anything wrong with me, but I just know that there's something more. And I think your office can help me with that. Or they're looking for general wellness. And it's like, yes, I love those people, you know, cause it's like they already get it versus Billy Bob back pain clinic. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like they're already interested in true wellness. And then that retention factor is there in the sense of like, those are going to be your lifelong people. It's not the person that comes in with headaches and wants one or two adjustments.
0: Yeah. That answers my question that I was going to ask a little bit because I was like, well, if somebody comes in mostly because they saw you're oily and I'm, Mm -hmm. this is your phrase. I'm like, I don't know. That sounds offensive, (laughs) but you're using it. so um, Are you allowed, am I allowed to call you oily? Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, So if somebody sees like that you're oily and they love that Mm -hmm. and, but they're not really into chiropractic that they know of. I was going to ask if that was a harder conversion, Mm -mm. but it's not because they kind of, you already have that trust factor and they're like, well, if you say so.
1: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of things like, especially oils, they say to apply, like when in doubt, apply to the spine. And so they already have a sense of awareness that the spine is associated with something in the body that controls everything. They don't know necessarily, you know, some people don't know that it's necessarily called the nervous system mm-hmm. or to the brain or whatever. But it makes it that much easier to have that conversation. And we always use that as a metaphor. It's like, okay, you're putting oils on your kids' spine for this thing. Why wouldn't chiropractic complement that even more? And then they're like, oh, duh. Like, and then you start educating, and then it makes sense to them why chiropractic, oils, all the things really align
0: together. Mm-hmm. Now In Tulsa, or, Mm -hmm. oh, oh God, what state is Tulsa in? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I skipped third grade, and that's where they've covered geography, (laughs) I swear. Um, So I think in Wisconsin, at least this is what what my understanding was like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. was that I can't run, and I know this is like a three-letter word for you probably, Mm an MLM. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, I can sell supplements and I can sell oils, but mm-hmm. I can't benefit from signing my patients up to sell oils and then getting their sales. And any mm-hmm. Wisconsin chiros who know legally that is not true, please let me know. But I'm pretty sure that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So, like, in Oklahoma, is that different or are you not signing up patients to so, sell? So, yeah. So, how it, I
1: don't like, we don't have any retail. I don't know if this, maybe this might be the fine line. So I don't keep retail anything in the practice. So if somebody comes in and says, I want to buy a bottle of grounding, I'm like, Oh, Hey, I don't sell it here in the practice, but I'd love to get you hooked up with someone that does. So then I have my two girls. So I have an account and then my two girls up front, they have an account underneath us. So then they sign the people up and then stack those people.
0: Yep. I think I've seen that. That's, that's the loophole that I've seen. There's a chiropractor in town. Um, who does, uh, a coffee.
1: Yeah. And, and same too. It's like, you're not, whenever you sign up for young living or doTERRA or any of these oily groups, you don't necessarily have to sell. And that's where a lot of people, they're, they're like, Oh, I don't want to buy into an MLM because then I have to sell. And it's like, no, you don't have to, you can literally only like 2% of actually young living sells. And in the beginning I was like, I'm not going to sell this. I'm just going to utilize them. And more and more and more of the practice members that came in, they were like, I want to buy a kit. I want to get started with this. How can I do that? And so it was stupid of me not to be like, hey, let's get, you know, you signed up and all of that. And then if they want to learn the business aspect, then I have a group for that, that they can learn that. And it's not just me. It's one of my practice members who preaches and loves chiropractic so hard and so much. And she just like runs with the business aspect of it. But I mean, that side hustle has been really nice too for us. Mm-hmm. It's like. Our last month we hit a huge milestone. And I said once I hit this milestone, that's all that money from Young Living was going to go towards student loans. Because nobody wants to talk about student loans. Nobody wants to talk about paying them off. Whatever. Everybody thinks they're going to get them forgiven. That's a whole nother. Oh my gosh.
0: It's <laughs> even worse now with this thing. Kirby and oh I did perfect. a student loan episode a couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah. Where yes, I, I like think his that. his quote was like Do not hang your coat on the government being your savior to write off your loans. Mm -mm. (laughs) And 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 even with this COVID stuff, you know, I saw some article going around that like healthcare providers on the front line are going to get their loans forgiven, and I'm like, oh, honey, Uh you think they're going to forgive chiropractors' student loans? They're not. They're not. Student awakening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's like the thing is, it's been so nice for that and then like our practice money our practice does amazing and that's the thing is like I didn't want to have to worry so much about just running a chiropractic office where it was like you know you hear a lot of people just barely getting by their overheads outrageous all of this stuff I wanted that money to be our money and then my young living business to take care of my student loans Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to worry about paying my student loans and all of that like through the business you know and just all the bills and different things so that's where I kind of got motivated to yeah. be like, Hey, okay, let's start this side hustle. And then that's like came up to, okay, there's more opportunities for other side hustles
0: too. Yep. So with your new level, is it silver? Or- silver. See, I <laughs> told you I'm stocking the shit. Yeah, there already. you go. <laughs> um, so how many years, if you were to keep at this pace, would you pay off your loans in? Do you know? Uh, probably like five years. Ah, just, that's amazing. Yeah, it, and what'd you come out my, school with?
1: 250. Just oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Holt that's kind I of the standard now, 50. isn't it? Yeah. We didn't have any undergrad or anything like that. I think we took out like maybe one little grad plus. It was like 5,000. But yeah, it's crazy how much like chiropractic school is. People always message me that are like, I'm so interested in chiropractic school because seeing your office and doing what you do. And I'm like, know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And I can understand, like I'm on the women's chiropractic group. And it makes me so sad when people all comment on there and they're like, I just want to quit. This is so hard. And it's like, doesn't have to be hard, you know, but it's like, it is, but you have to be a hundred percent passionate about chiropractic to really make a business out of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and you and Colton, I mean, so many people are very passionate about it. You and Colton market it, um, aesthetically deliver it to people in an incredible way. Mm-hmm. So is Colton involved at all in marketing? Yeah, I mean we both people are. We do, up. Yeah. Um hold on before I move on to the marketing aspect. So are you just kicking Colton's ass and paying off student loans?
1: <laughs> no, because he makes a paycheck too. Okay. He's like yeah, one of my people. So oh, okay. like, he like gets this, you know, paycheck and he's like I don't do anything. And
0: I'm like, yeah, you're right. You don't do anything. <laughs> you <but> don't do <laughs> shit. He's like, I allow oils in this clinic. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can go find your own sad gig if you want, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. What was I talking about? Oh, marketing. Yeah. Okay. So, I, is a lot of your oil marketing on your personal Instagram?
1: Yeah. We don't ever do any oil posts. I'll put like one or two things like, We'll post about an oily event. So we do like oil events. Like we did a mom and me teether event. We did an emotions and oils event, which was so awesome because we like, I got to put in my stuff about chiropractic and I do something called the emotion code for certain people. And so I got to bring all of that in and then how like oils can also supplement that. That was like a huge one. We did a hormones one. So those like events we'll do on the, um, professional page, Mm -hmm. but everything oily sales wise is on my personal. And that's the thing. Like even whenever I made that post about hitting silver, I had so many people message me and say, I didn't even realize you were running a business with young living. I thought you were just like using and sharing. And that's always what I wanted is I wanted it to be like, so authentic. I'm using it. If you want to, you know, buy a kit or whatever, I would love to help you, but I'm not going to sit here and put, be in your DMs and say, Hey, I have found this really great product that you should use. You know, I was like, that's so, ugh." I just don't like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh shit. You just said something that I was like, Oh, I want to know more about that. It'll come back to me. I'll probably interrupt you mid-sentence. No, I'm like, Oh, I remember. <laughs> um, so how do you handle because this is, I feel like this is, this isn't specific to oils, but like anytime that you're like this, we're, we've associated with this brand. Mm -hmm. How do you handle the doTERRA young living battle? Because that would just cause drama in my life. And I'm like, Oh, just use your damn doTERRA. I don't care. Yeah. Nobody ever
1: says anything. We have like two people in the practice that use doTERRA. And so I'll say like, Hey, are you familiar with this oil? And they're like, oh, that's equivalent to this in doTERRA. I'm like, awesome, use that. Okay,
0: so you take that normal person stance, not the like self-righteous, your oil is, oh my gosh. So I have have really funny uh, maternity leave stories, both times, both really funny. But the first one, Um, and keep in mind, there's very few options of people who are willing to cover in Northwest Wisconsin. So it wasn't like I interviewed these people and I'm like, yeah, you're perfect. It was like, you'll do for five weeks. Um, so I'm interviewing her and, um, she's a little kooky, little Mm -hmm. kooky. Mm -hmm. And we're standing there talking about something, basically how I do like a review of findings. And she, I, something behind me and she goes, Oh, that's what it is. And I was like, what what happened? And I look behind me, and there was an open or an uncapped bottle of thieves, like a rollerball with mm-hmm. top on. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Ever since I walked in this clinic, I've had a terrible, terrible headache. You should not use this, <laughs> you know." Do And ter- I'm just like, oh god! Oh, no. And I think I was like 38 weeks pregnant, and I'm yeah. like.
1: Okay. I like, yeah.
0: I'm going to have a crazy oil lady yeah. walk, taking over my practice for a little bit and I'm just going <laughs> to hold my breath and hope that she doesn't yeah. ruin my business. Oh yeah. Oh good. Um, okay. So you keep all, you don't market anything on mm-hmm. your personal. Um, one of the last questions I do kind of have is around your and Colton's marketing of mm-hmm. your practice. Yeah. Um, because you guys do, Oh, I actually wouldn't remember what it was. Hold on. We're going to come back to marketing one time. You said you have an emotion code. What?
1: Yeah. So if you aren't familiar with emotion code, you should totally buy the book. It is okay. so awesome. It was created by a chiropractor. Um, I'm trying to see if I had my book here, but I don't know if it is here. Um, anyway, I can't remember who. I'm like blanking on who
0: actually created it. Bradley Nelson? But, yes.
1: Yes. Yes. So his story is like the first half of it is he talks about, um, just like how different emotions are stored in different organs and glands, which we all know that it's how like mm-hmm. the nervous system is connected. And so I, we, Colt and I, we both did a lot of training with Brett Jones. And so in his seminars, he does a lot of physical components, but he does emotional components. And then we started dabbling into like more tonal techniques in the mm-hmm. sense of like BGI and working different systems that's when we really got first introduced to emotions. And then I read the emotion code and I was like, why is nobody talking about this? It's made by a chiropractor. He talks about, it's almost like energetic healing. Mm -hmm. So it can be kind of like taboo to people, but certain people, like if they come in with, you know, like fibromyalgia, something crazy where you're like, you know, they've been everywhere. They've been to the Mayo. Nobody can explain these symptoms. A lot of times that has a huge emotional component. I'll say, hey, we're gonna do an emotion code here in like two or three months. So I usually wait until they're on wellness and I take them into our closure room and it takes five minutes. So it's really like you follow a chart, you're asking the body certain questions, you can do muscle testing or um, uh, leg checks. And so when, you know the body responds to certain things and you're literally, you don't even have to say it out loud, which is super cool, it's just more subconscious. So usually I just ask the body different questions, do it and then we clear it. So you can use like a magnet or your hand. I'll put oils on people too. And I always tell them, hey, this is what we're going to do. Um, I never really explain, like, I'm just going to say, hey, we, we're going to re- release some uh, emotions. We're going to use oils and then I'm going to do some stuff on you. You're just going to feel me like pressing on your legs or checking different muscles. And then I'm going to adjust you and then you're good to go. And so I always end it with the adjustment. And I've had like people break down crying afterwards.
0: Like, oh all- crap. How do you handle that as a seven? <laughs>
1: You're like, it's uh emotion. Crazy. I am not an emotional person. It's funny. My CA last week she said, Do you ever cry? I was like, Oh my I god. can <laughs> I was like, no, it takes a lot for me to cry, you know, but it's really it's cool because it's like another thing that aligns with chiropractic. I don't charge extra for it or anything. But it's really like, you don't want to release those emotions. And we have an open adjusting day. So it's like, people will, like, we've had people cry, laugh, you know, get off the table, like different things. But that emotion code, like, has, I mean, been so big for our practice. It did get to the point, though, like, those people that were getting it, they were like, I want this every, you know, month. Because they felt so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's felt different changes. So it was like, okay, we only do them at certain times. You know, and I put like a time limit of like, how many people... Usually, if they're like, I want to do so many emotion codes, I refer them out to someone that does that fully. Okay. Yeah. But you can implement it with the adjustment, super easy. You can do it in like
0: five minutes with your well, adjustment. I ordered the book while you were talking, so I'm it's excited. So awesome. <laughs> I get this
1: to chiropractors all the time because, especially if they do a lot of, if they're kind of scared to like tap into emotional stuff, it's really cool because it's eye opening and it aligns with philosophically everything that we do.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Back to my marketing question. Um, So how do you and Colton split the marketing since you both seem to have a very clear, creative idea? Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, obviously it aligns, but like, how do you, like, do you have, like he does Instagram, I do Facebook or like what, how do you set that up? So it's organized.
1: Literally every Sunday we go to the coffee shop right now. Obviously we're not going to coffee coffee shops, but we'll do it at the house and we lay out the whole week. So it's usually like, Okay. And in the beginning, when we were first opening up, it was like, we've got to lay out the whole week. You know, we want everything set and stone. Now we kind of like play with it and say, oh, if something comes up that day, let's talk about it and make a post. And we've trained our girls too, to start doing like Instagram. And we just like align Instagram and Facebook. Um, but he does a lot of like the perfect storm, that type of stuff. He's very like analytical too, which is interesting because I'm not analytical to a certain extent, but he does a lot of like that whole. Very neurologically based stuff. And I do more of like the free spirit type of stuff. So it's nice because we can merge them together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, planning out sense. a day and planning out the whole week. is so much easier. And it's like you aesthetics are so big. I talk about this all the time with like social media. People are so drawn to Instagram right now. And it's interesting. Younger generations, definitely like people from let's say like 16 to almost 40 are Instagram heavy, a little bit older is more Facebook heavy. Mm -hmm. And, And it's like you have mom groups and things like that. Those people are more on Facebook, but Instagram, I feel like for us has been the biggest really our Facebook like lives and different things like that. They don't get like webinars. They don't get huge traction. It's more of like our Instagram stuff.
0: Yep. And that makes sense. Um, okay. So Last thing is, what's this Tulum thing? (laughs) Hopefully I'm allowed to ask about this. I can edit this out, but like, so I saw rumors. Did COVID mess with something? It's funny
1: because right before I jumped on this call, I did a video on my Instagram just saying like, here's a little update. Yeah, so right before, what was that? It was like right around Colton's birthday, March like 14th, 17th time, we were supposed to go to Mexico. Literally our flight left at, 5 30 on a Friday morning. It was Thursday night at 9 p.m. And we were like, we probably shouldn't go just because it was like shutting down here. Seven
0: heart was just broken. 100%. Did it make you cry? No, we just,
1: I was pissed. I honestly was so mad. I was like, I can't believe we're not. And Colton was like, let's just go. But they were like rumored to close the borders on Saturday, like all this stuff. And they ended up closing the borders. My mom flew back early because she was down there. And, um, so we pushed it back to Memorial day weekend, which is this weekend I'm thinking that everything would be open mm-hmm. and yeah, here we are. So Southwest actually canceled our flights like a month ago and we had no idea that they did. We were like, what the hell? But anyway, so we're going to try to do it in June to go down there. So my parents own, we've had a house in Tulum area literally since it was like a straight up hippie, you know, it wasn't so like hot spot as it is now. Um, like the hotels that you see for like 900 to $1,200 a night were $30 a night type thing. And they were the same concept, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, so we're creating this retreat. It was honestly, we were supposed to start on it last year. We were, you know, doing a wedding, all the things really like hustling with the business. So we put it off this year. We're really going to try to catapult it and get everything set up. There's a lot of things that Colton and I, you know, I said in the beginning, like we do a lot of seminars and different things like that. There's a lot of things that we've learned over time that, yes, we can always like go to adjusting seminars and all of that, but we don't do enough, like actually like self work practices. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want to create. We want to create a student driven program and then a chiropractor, like uh, driven program, not necessarily like we'll mingle a little bit of business, but more like really digging into mindset. Cause mindset is the number one thing that I see, especially in startup land that mm-hmm. just is shit for, you know, to be clear. Yes.
0: It's like, well, you're (laughs) surrounded by so many failures. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, you're doing things, but it's like, you're not confident in what you're delivering. There's no clarity in what you're delivering because you don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. Or people think, Oh, I can mirror free spirit and create this bomb ass practice. And it's like, you have to be authentically you. And so that's what we want to create. Plus a little bit of service. So in the beginning, we wanted to be super service heavy because we went on a mission trip to Haiti. We served for like seven days. I mean, hard, like, so like 400 people a day, like crazy, life changing. But we realized, okay, the one day that we got to go to the beach and like really hang out was like one of the best days because (laughs) we got to like just talk to each other and, you know, about our goals and dreams and whatever. So we want to like mingle a little bit of the service and give back, but also really working on that mindset and self-work and like, just really like creating an authentic person out of the retreat, you know? Cause I think that's the big thing is like everybody's so social media heavy. And I, it's interesting. People will like unfollow once they get so big, like on Instagram, they'll unfollow people that they've known for years because they're comparing to those people which I think is so interesting. Cause it's like, okay, you have 50,000 followers and you're worried worried about still comparing to other people. And it's like, that's not cool. You know, it's yeah. like you have known these people personally for a long time. So it's like, again, authentic like that authenticity is so important. And it's like, fuck the system. Like I'm going to be my own self. And so we want to create something that's
0: surrounded by that. So you're hoping to do June. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, I hope yeah. we we'll do June. Yeah. I hope that we are able to fly to Mexico in June. I know.
1: (laughs) I know. Fingers crossed. My mom said that the border is supposed to open the first. And so we're hoping to go down there get everything set up so that we can launch it either in the fall or next year.
0: That would be awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, keep me posted so I can share it. Um, Okay. So tell people your Instagram handle, um, business and personal, so they can stalk you like I do.
1: My personal is at Free Spirit Cairo, and then my professional is at Free Spirit Chiropractic, which is so funny because people all the time will like follow both and which is nice because it's like creating your personal brand and your professional brand. I had that name while in school and so I just never changed it because it's my brand now. And then Colton's is Dr. Underscore Thunder, which is so funny because a kid in the practice would come in and call him that and so that's why he changed it.
0: That's why he changed it? He changed it because a kid called him Dr. Thunder? That's why he,
1: yeah. We used to be Quantum Connector. And then, yeah, he changed it to Dr. Thunder because this kid, like, would come in all the time and be like, Dr. Thunder! And now it's like, Dr. He always gets called Dr. Bolton by the kids. And so he's, like, perfect. And he also has, like, a... We got these on Friday the 13th, these tattoos. And he has a cloud with lightning. And it says 13 in the lightning, so he just loves
0: that yeah I was I up. I've been eyeing up your cactus tattoo on your forearm this whole time and I'm like that is so cute you this is another thing we share in common besides Instagram junkies part sevens who just love to go on any trips um, and and
1: in plants.
0: I don't need time that <laughs> lazy post a picture you got like some fiddly fig for yeah. 80 bucks and yeah. I'm like what yes so jealous.
1: oh yeah I live for my plants
0: Uh, Well, thank you so much um, for having this conversation today. I am, I think I might be, might be my next, uh, it's going to be my seventh thing. It's going to be the next seventh thing I do. I'm like, like, all right, I'm getting into oils. That sounds fun.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's fun.
0: All right, well, reach out to Lacey on Instagram um, with any questions you may have. Um, Send her DM, she's on there like I am. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, Hopefully we didn't offend any doTERRA sales people or organo gold coffee people or zaya activewear or i don't know the list goes okay. on and on i officially have one hater out there now um did you see that uh-uh. oh god i posted no, it on i got an email oh wait uh, oh wait i think, I, think I did that, see that yeah saying like so all caps so many exclamation marks stop sending me these Uh-oh. stupid emails and i'm like okay and I just replied back I will never stop yeah I will never stop (laughs) I think we like switched email servers and so I have a feeling she canceled like right in the switch and didn't get unsubscribed and I'm like I don't know sorry lady um but anyway so uh you can send me hate mail send it to me not Lacey for anybody who got offended um but we love you so much and um keep on slaying until next week guys bye